0: I'm like coming from the city with no PD is shell. Somebody do call for LA. In just,
1: just, just. In <laughs> Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Look, count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California.
0: This is Los Angeles. But well, where we going? Westward What up, y'all? It's your boy, BTG. BTG for President. And I'm staying on my East Coast tour, my New York tour run. And I'm heading around the block to my boy, Jar, the gray area. If I'm not mistaken, one half of the front office, of the league front office? Yeah, the league office, Sunlight. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, Jar is... Me and Jarv have a very, very unique relationship. Now, what Jarv don't know is I respect Jarv a lot. Why? Because Jarv gets straight to the point with facts. Now, another thing that I had to let Jarv know is that I have a very unique and fascination for New Yorkers. So while I'm on this tour, I'm not just, I'm not just having a show about, you know, New Yorkers and, and their way of life and their culture. But I just want to show my appreciation to what I call my culture cousins. Ah. Now, within that, there's certain things that I like, that I dislike, that I don't understand. And through this tour, that's going to explain everything. That's going to help out everything for myself, for the listeners, and hopefully for the New Yorkers. So, Jar, What's good? You're a Jay-Z fan. All-time favorite rapper. Consider him the GOAT. I want to talk about the evolution of Jay-Z from beginning to where he's at now with a family. Um, you know, he probably has one of the baddest chicks in the game, mm-hmm. which he has said before. Uh, he went from the corner to the penthouse or, uh, you know, the, uh, the corporate suite. Um, where did that all start? How did you become a Jay-Z fan though? You know, because I'm over here on the West Coast, so it's easy to tell you, you know, why I like Snoop or why I like Q, because right. some of these artists we grew up around, like Kendrick. You know, some of us knew Kendrick before he was K-Dot. Right you, know, right. you know, so how was that? Like, were you around when Jay-Z, did you see Jay-Z in the streets prior to him being a uh, being a rapper or slash battle rapper? You know, we, we, we've heard the stories of him and DMX going at it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you know what I'm saying uh-huh. so so, uh, you know how did it come
1: about well for me uh, I wouldn't say I saw him because I wasn't frequent in Bed-Stuy you know I'm originally from Brownsville, French 90's area like the area where Bobby Shmurda and them are from I spent a lot of time in that area and a lot of time in Brownsville. like if you remember M.O.P I believe it was the How About Some Hardcore Music video on the 3 Train that was that. It was about like Saratoga Avenue side, Rockaway Avenue side. That was areas that I was on. Free Trade was my train that I was on. So when I first saw that video, it was like, Yo, oh, this is crazy. Like I'm on that train today. Oh, nine, year old impressionable kid. Uh-huh. So I never like saw Jay, you know. And even before that, I like met. Jay. I like Prodigy. Those were the two rappers that I really was. They were my go-to's in my entry to hip hop. First right. rap out. With 36 Chambers. I thought Method Man was amazing. I felt like one of like, the craziest voices I had ever heard in the storytelling, how cinematic bars were. I'm like, these guys are like awesome. Like, your little kid growing up watching video music box, like, these guys are like superheroes to me. And then I saw the can Knock the Hustle video. And I see this super cool cat with the bad light skinned girl with the curly hair. <laughs> the <beauty kid. laughs> Talking about I'm making short-term goals when the weather falls. I'm like, who is this cool cat? Like, anybody loved Big, anybody loved Nas. Like, I'm one of the few dudes during that time where I knew who they were and I knew they were good, but they weren't my favorites. Oh. You know? I went Method, Prodigy, and then Jay-Z. As soon as I heard Can't Knock the Hustle, I was all in. So that's my entry to Jay-Z. Literally Can't Knock the Hustle, that music video, 12 years old, this guy is amazing.
0: Okay, well, now look. You just said that you know you 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 named the 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 bigs, the Nas, the Method Mans, and you said they they weren't your favorite. I for you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna continue this tour and ask other people from your city, but how come I don't hear LL Cool J name a lot?
1: LL predates a lot of people. You know, I like put it like you know, and I, Adrian, we were around the same age. LL kind of predates us, like his prime was more our parents than us. We were aware of L.L. He had joints. We rocked them, But he, he really wasn't speaking to us. You know what I mean? Like, if you were walking around wearing the triple fat goose and a scully, you weren't listening to L.L., you know? Right, right, right. But but, but Jarv, though, I was, I was influenced
0: very, very early on in, in, in my life career when I seen L.L. with the Kango hat, with the Adidas sweats, with the shell toes, with no shirt on, with a rope chain... I say, right. I say, yo, come on, man! And this he's and he's talking that talk though, Jar.
1: You're right, but you gotta think about it. by that, By the time we really started to make this this craft a study, LL was more for the girls. I, but that that's a plus you're for cool. me though. Hey, but then you you, it's tough. You know, it's tough. You know, again, neighborhood plays a lot of role in it. You know, mm-hmm. you're looking around, you seeing the goons, you seeing the gangsters. I, I I'm I'm hearing protect your neck you know <laughs> I'm, I'm not checking for ll he he's not he's not giving me that energy again like when i got older and, I, and as we know as we get older in hip-hop and then we go backwards I don't, I don't that's just the natural progression of rap fans i don't know if the younger kids do it but for my time as we got more in the know we go backwards then it's just like oh all right I, now i understand why he was popping like that
0: but well, when I when I do look at Jay Z and when I do look at Jay and I look at LL Cool J, mm-hmm. when I look at LL, I see more of the radio on the shoulder. Right. When I see when I see Jay Z, I see more of the the windows half down on my ben, you know, on, right. on, on the bins and cruising down the street. So there there is a difference, and because there is a difference in era as well, I just feel like
1: LL don't get enough love. Hey, listen it's it's tricky. It's, it's it's respect. You know what it is? As far as an all-timer, as time has gone away, he's losing that, 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 that zhuzh, that vibe, that energy. Mm-hmm. But, but, in the words of Pusha T, if you know, you know. Oh,
0: oh, oh. Don't do that. It's too early for Pusha.
1: <laughs> right. Saying, like, if you know, you know. If you do, if you do, if you've done your history, you've done the research, you know who LL is, and his place in history is never questioned. It's just that, there were too many more legendary rap heavyweights who you could argue have had more decorated lyrical careers than LL, which makes it difficult for him to, to be at that table. He's he's at the party, but there's different tables to be seated at. Okay, okay. So, I mean, what table would LL be sitting at?
0: Because I know, I know where Jay-Z is going to be. I know who's at that table. I know Big is going to be at that table. I know Nas is going to be at that table. Right. You know what I'm LL- saying?
1: LL's kind kinda sitting somewhere like, it is a funny table because you have the 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 run DMPs, mm-hmm. you know, Rod Kim's Ooh. The K- Ooh. LL LL's at that table because during that run, the original Golden Era, he was a heavyweight of that era. He's with them. He he's more of a forefather than anything else. He's with Kane, he's there.
0: Okay okay I'm just saying every Halloween I think about you know pulling up that you know can hat shirt, right, yeah. shirt
1: off you know how you have parties and like we know we know who the men's are and they have their OGs he's an OG okay people like ask him but when he comes in the room everybody who's in that room is gonna respect him he commands that respect that's LL but he is he greater than the younger castes in the room maybe not mm. but respect is respect Okay, I respect it, but we're not here to talk about the
0: greatness of LL. Right, we're here to talk about the evolution and the greatness of Jay Z, and it all starts with me. Reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. Likewise. So, with reasonable doubt, definitely a classic. Uh, I think after this, we'll rank. You know, afterwards, I'm gonna uh, we're gonna have to go through your top five, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna have to rank these Jay Z albums. Your top five Jay Z, top three. Let's make it even more, you know, difficult. Because uh, I, I know we're going to have differences on this one. Yeah. Uh, but Reasonable Doubt, how did you feel about it?
1: Um. Reasonable Doubt, I found like the album was amazing. You know, you put it on, you got you, you got the, the legendary skit, the Carlito's Way impersonation. Mm-hmm. Again, you had bigger megastars at the time. You know, I was just at work the other day talking with some cats who who, who were a little bit older than me. So they, they were a little more in tune with what Jay was talking about. And they said to me, they was like, yo, the lingo that Jay was talking about, it was over so many people's heads. It was over my head too. But it was just like the guy was so cool to me. Whereas you had big big you had Nas, they had these big records. They had they they were the people that when you're outside in the summer and cars are driving by. Their records are being blasted. Yeah. Then you have that he was. To me, it sounded like more as dudes had rapper voices. It just sounded like this dude was talking to me on a beat, mm-hmm. and he was telling me things that either I was privy to or I wasn't. And he was real like slick about it. And then when he got the record with Biggie, Brooklyn's finest. Oh man, he could rap with with, with the guy who's considered the best too, ball for bar and 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 not skip a beat. All right, this guy's okay, you know I mean, what about their president their presidents that's one of that, that's all my all time goosebumps list. you yeah. know, when yeah, because you know, I don't know how everyone else feels maybe maybe you could agree, maybe the listeners could agree. there's songs that are to to me represent the score of your city at that particular time, yes, like that beat before Jay says anything, that beat is New York City. In the nineties, you understand? Now if we ta- outside, now we talking, Jar.
0: Now we talking. Let's right. get to the meat and potatoes of these
1: tracks, because there's certain when, when, tracks that stand outside, out that I like. Right, when you're outside, you moving around, or it's brick, it's snow on the ground. Mm. the president's is playing. Mm. You know, you got Timberlands on. You got Tim's on, of course. If you know, if you your neighborhood hustler. That that that's the person Jay-Z was speaking to when you was walking by the dude and he was screaming out, Lucy's, Lucy's, Lucy's. Jay's speaking to him all the way down to your Coke deal, your weed deal, whatever you was doing, whatever your vice was, you know? Jay's talking to them. Okay, okay. And I, that's another record. He's, these are the joints that when you hear them, they represent a time in that city. They it, 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 it might be dated to some, but if you if you was there around that time, you know, you knew what it meant.
0: Okay, okay. Now, a year later, we get mm-hmm. we get in my life. Mm. What's your take on this one?
1: Uh, that album is arguably Jay Z's most underrated album. I see where you went there. I like that. But it it, it was more about how it was handled, like the promotion, we know Big had passed. New York City was in a power vacuum because, you know, Nas was, uh, he was entering that Nostradamus phase of his career. he We didn't know if he was here or there at the time. Mm-hmm. But you do that video, that Sunshine video, which is the, the complete antithesis of what Jay-Z had established, who he was with the last album. Another thing to tell you, not to go off track, but it's I, a reason why I'm mentioning it. Of all the big rappers or the dudes who had deals, Jay-Z was the one who was most accessible at that time. Like as far as street dudes, uh-huh. you know what I mean? He wasn't that far removed from the from the game to where there was a lot of guys who he was speaking to and a lot of stories that he was telling, you know? Right. So it's like you do this, 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 this album, and you, you got all these multicolored videos and shades on, and and, and this that's not you're not the guy that, that represents us anymore. Uh-huh. You know? So that album got lost because it's not because the music was bad, you know, but it was because the packaging was off. Like, to me, Imaginary Player is literally relevant today. Like, that album speaks for this generation of trap rappers who are not really outside. They talk all this gun and this gang talk, and they're inside their parents' basement with their laptops, you know? <laughs> Imaginary Player, to me, represents Jay-Z's entire career. if, if there's one song that you can say is hove, it's Imaginary Player.
0: Mm. I mean, well, you know, I, I off that album. Always be my sunshine. You can mm-hmm. laugh at me if you want to, but I definitely liked it.
1: It's a good song. It I, was not about music. I it had was-
0: a crush. I had a crush on Foxy Brown too, John. Oh. You gotta understand. Oh, copy.
1: Say <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so no. Well, yeah. He was amazing. I understand. <laughs> She he could. was the first he's one of the first that made Dawkins in the 90s valid because you know it was a tricky time in the 90s with Darskin people
0: like, yeah we know we know we know We know. they know too so
1: yeah. um so moving along hard knock life mm. Mm. now we you know what we can't we can't we can't go to hard knock life without talking about the streets is watch uh, do do we got to talk about that one yeah, we do because the streets is watching was what reaffirmed his connection to the streets. After Volume One, and he upset a lot of people, the streets is watching, which was kind of like the, the 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 precursor to Volume Two, because basically Volume Two circled back closer to what Reasonable was about, more so than Volume One. Well, and like,
0: just- well, like, well, like you just saying in my lifetime, you said Cats was, you know, Cats was watching them and saying this is not we're not right. used to this, and then okay, you're making perfect sense. Go ahead
1: is watching was basically the trailer a little the appetizer for volume and then you come out with hard knock life which is almost like you know how you have movie franchises and they get to like glitz and glamorous like the batman franchise and then we got to do the gritty reboot with christian Bale. well <laughs> <my> Life <laughs> video was the gritty reboot to to the sunshine debacle you know what i'm saying That's- he was outside he simplified everything got back closer to what we wanted from it what we knew it what it was supposed to be like you telling me did we know it was going to be 5 times platinum good nobody saw that coming but the record just took off uh, you know if you know if,
0: if i if i should die yeah yeah
1: i don't think so- Dupree he doesn't get enough credit i know, you know right that money ain't a thing record did, a, did just as much as Hard Night Life as, as far as commercial appeal. Uh-huh, Money Ain't a Thing, that video, that, the swag, the, 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 the swagosity, we're going to call it, the braggadociousness, the, the speeding through, you know? Money Ain't a Thing was very important for Jay-Z's crossover appeal, and he doesn't get enough love for that as history goes along.
0: W- what about this comparison? Money Ain't a Thing mm-hmm. versus hypnotized. Ah, I can't. I mean, I love. I love hope, but hypnotize is
1: is, is something else.
0: Oh no, no. What I mean is, you saying that you saying that Jermaine don't get enough. Um, he don't get enough credit, right? And especially for that record, I'm saying mm-hmm. that record and the hypnotized record is kind of like the same thing for me.
1: True. Okay. Fair enough. I, well, I see where you're going with that. I see where you're going with that. The bounce. Yeah. The bounce. on Hypnotize record. I think even after we leave, our kids' kids are going to know that record. I think that's how important Hypnotize is. Well, I don't want them to know about money cash hoes. Oh. Well, you know know what? Money cash hoes, to me, you know what? Ironically, I'll catch some flack for this. I think that record was a disappointment because considering what DMX was at that time in the city— he, like DMX was like like a like a powder keg of energy, like he was bubbling. Whereas Jay was ascending to the throne, it was like like if Jay Z was Hulk Hogan, DMX was the ultimate warrior, like he was the, the unstoppable force meets the immovable object. And then these guys get together. That was a wrestling reference for those who know. They don't. They are not ready for that.
0: They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. Warrior running into the ring and almost breaking the top. You know the, the, the okay. ropes. They don't know. They don't know about him
1: having these guys in the history, the rap was uptown, which some say J one, some say X one, mm. the rider movement, the D the, 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 locks are freeing themselves from bad boy. The, that time frame such a crazy time in New York city. And then we finally get the DMJ record where, although it was big, it got, it, if I'm not mistaken, it got the soundtrack treatment. So the music video was more about the soundtrack than J and, and, and X to me. The song was great, but it, it should have been so much bigger. To me, the joint with Bleak on the album was another key component. The it's all right, record one of Bleak's best verses. Maybe Jay we will never know. That was another keynote for crossover appeal for the album. All these songs are the street ish records, but they had that that splash of crossover. You know what I mean? When when I think to continue the whole comparison
0: to the streets and how I see New York through the music, mm-hmm. uh, the track is 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 like that. Oh. Um, yeah, that that one right there. Um shout out to Kid Capri. Um that was that was yeah yeah. Yeah, they yeah, they don't know about Kid Capri. They don't know about Kid Capri. <laughs>
1: <That's a
0: lot>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to go back to that to, to go back to uh, talking about DMX. Yo, that that verse. That was probably
1: that was one of DMX's top verses for me. Of all time, of course. DMX, my dog's
0: bite, jigger, my nigga rhyme all night. Yo. But let me but but let me tell you though, during a halftime game, over here in Los Angeles, California, by the way, Jar, Mm -hmm. when they played that, you heard the whole gym. They would cut the music off and you didn't need to know who who was rapping it because we rapped it
1: for them. Right. (laughs) I'm telling you, DMX. I think his run, although it kept getting like cut short, like he would come and then he would go. DMX place in history much like LL is getting lost. Mm. Whereas, whereas Jay Z was big and he and he was he was he had the throne. I've never felt the energy close to DMX. The only person who replicated that energy for me maybe was fifty when he first dropped. But the energy surrounding DMX, amazing.
0: Oh, you brought up fifty. I'm I'm not gonna do that. I can't do that right now. I can't. Okay. I can't do 50s impact to the game.
1: I'm just trying to give you an idea of what I was literally feeling at the time, you know. Okay. Okay.
0: So we moving along. Should so do we have to stop by the
1: Life and Times of Sean Carter? Um.
0: Yeah, we have to. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, Only talk- because that that right there is on the list of weak Jay Z albums. But what it represented more more than anything else was the victory lap. Like if you really listen to volume three, he spent most of his time talking his shit. Mm-hmm. That was his I'm the man. I got these joints. I got my crew, because that was like the, the early stages of the dynasty, you know? Shout out to Amil.
0: <laughs> oh man. Come on man.
1: We Shout all out. we all loved her by the way. We loved Emil. But Amil never had a shot. When you consider if you when you consider what Kim was doing, what Fox was doing, that's true. That's 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 too much though. That's I too mean, much. You bringing up some.
0: You bringing up some legends. She was I just mean, coming it, into the game. You right.
1: If anything, like I think Jay Jay's biggest mistake was not putting Fox on on Rockefeller from the get. They mm-hmm. were all damn. They should have figured some things out with Leo and Kevin Lyles to send Foxy down the block to Rockefeller anyway. But at that time, Rockefeller really wasn't. They, it wasn't trusted as a label as, yeah, it was still the Jay-Z show because if I'm not mistaken, like Bleak, Bleak had dropped. I don't remember like what year it was. I think it was 98 or 99, Bleak dropped, and it was a bit of a disappointment. So maybe they didn't have the trust to send her down the block, but they should have.
0: Okay. So just like just like all, all albums, certain tracks, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you turn on a certain song, if that track made an impact in your life or if you really enjoyed that track, the moment that you hear it, it doesn't matter if the if it was the second time you heard it, if you heard it ten years later down the line or twenty years, it takes uh-huh. you back from, to the first time that you heard it. Right. The first time I heard it, Jar. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of this high school called Prince High.
1: I've heard of it. <laughs> okay, so
0: it's a it's a it's a legendary uh high school in general for Los Ooh. Angeles. There they're also the rivals to my school. I'm talking about but it's not and it's not just sports. Is not just uh, is not just area wise. It's is gang is gang you know violence and gang uh wise as well. When well, we went to play them, all right. Shout out to Ken Paulino. Drop forty four. Mm-hmm. The Crenshaw Cougars, as 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 they're called, came out to the the infamous uh, Jay Z and Juvenile track. Ooh, and. I kid you not, you know, the the album had already been out, but you know, I didn't peep it out until after oh. when they came out to that,
1: we said, "What is that?" That yeah, you now, nah, you know what it was? That is the perfect description because Juvie don't get enough credit for for really opening the floodgates to what the South has now become. Mm-hmm. And then what Jay did and this is why, you know, certain people listening to this episode, you know, they, they love Drake. Why Drake... <laughs> can to Rory. To, like, Jake gets the Hulk c- comparisons a lot because I liken what Jay did with Juvie to what Drake did with D'Amigos. Like that Versace record, we mm. didn't
0: know.
1: I see Jay, what you did there. I see what you did there. Jay was in the forefront of really like embracing the South. The South loved Jay-Z. Oh, I, we gonna we gonna get there. UGK, Big Pip. Yeah. When I when I went to visit my dad in the late 90s, because he was a Marine, and so he stayed out in North Carolina. Uh-huh. Now I went to NC and I'm seeing like people love this guy. Like I'm talking about like rotation heavily and not just one song, records of Jay-Z. Uh-huh. You know, they love this dude. So it was like that political play to now see Juvenile bubbling. Remember, Rap City was a key component. Yes, it was. That, that high video was getting a lot of spins. High was blowing up. We didn't know what the hell he was talking about. And then Hov came on with that New York City flow, f- found a way to get in the pocket of that beat that had nothing to do with a New York rapper. Uh-huh. And first, I'm like, wait a minute. That's what, that's what people really started looking at. Now, he really might be the best. Oh that early, huh? It was early. Like, the best talk happened before 2000. Like, we knew what it was, but nobody was really sticking their chest out and saying it. And again, this is the thing. You're going to have Nas fans. Maybe you had a Nas fan on. I can't remember. But a lot of this was Nas's fault because, again, you had the I Am and the Nostradamus album back to back. Right. That were big disappointments, whereas Jay was from 96 <laughs> through record after record bar after bar, and giving you different sounds. You know what I mean? You're throwing you...
0: some body shots, Jarv. You got to slow yeah. it down. I got to step in between I'm you sorry. and I'm the sorry. Nas fans.
1: My apologies. My apologies. <laughs> but you had the So Ghetto record from Volume 3 as well. Mm-hmm. And again, the Do It Again record, right? When I say victory lap, listen to the verse on Do It Again. Maybe when we're done here, go back and listen to that verse. That represented Jay-Z in 99. Okay.
0: Okay. All right.
1: I, I, I just gotta make
0: sure I gotta make sure you don't throw too many, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Sorry. Too many shots at the I'm... Nas fans because I haven't had uh, uh, a full blooded Nas fan on yet. And I
1: gotta go find him now. I have to. You you have to because to me, the the backstory of the Jay and Nas beef, as much as Bleak played a role. It's Nas' fault. It became a conversation. He
0: has to take some of the credit for that. We gonna get. We gonna get to that. We let's save that. That's that's dessert, Jar. That's dessert. We still got to <laughs> go through the you know the appetizers, the meal, and then we are gonna get there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, can you really call the Dynasty a Jay Z album? Uh,
1: yeah. I don't
0: know if that's fair. I don't know if that's fair.
1: It it was supposed to be a collabo album, but at the same time, it was enough of Jay on mm-hmm. the album. You know what I'm saying? He still carried the album. It, it, you know, it wasn't like he he was on a track here and he was on a track there. He was present virtually on every record. But but like but like you said, you you
0: give you give Jay Z the the Hogan title, right? Right. So just like NWO, mm, come I on see.
1: now,
0: come on now. I can't. I can't give Hogan all that credit because there were some goons around him.
1: True, true. You know what? I see where you're going with it. Let's say Dynasty would have dropped 2002, Peak State Property era. Then, then, then I might, I might want to venture on your side of the fence. Well, but
0: the, but the thing is, you said all right in the future. We all yeah. know NWO. we we throwing out a lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling.
1: A lot of well, wrestling. Rats wrestling will, are,
0: are connected more than people ever realize. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, at, we all know at NWO, it was every other week mm-hmm. these cats were surprising us. That Phil, that Philadelphia connection was pretty, pretty unique. And I'm giving all the credit to Jay, some of it to Dane. Yep. But at the same time, they, you know, he was surrounded by cats who stood out on their own. That's why when it comes to this Dynasty album, I'm not sure if I can just give it to
1: him. No, I'm not saying I'm giving it to him per se, but what I mean is he still did the lion's share of the work. So if you're asking me is it a Jay-Z album, I'll say yes. It wasn't like, you know what you know why, too? To, to, to bring another East Coast crew into the mix once again, we go back to Rough Rider. Uh-huh. Around that same time, we got that Rough Rider collaboration album. It wasn't a DMX album at all. It was a Rough Rider Essentially, a mixtape that they put out as an album, and Jay even got his own record on that album, that Jacob My Nigga record. Yeah. That was from. And then you go to the Dynasty. What what we was expecting out here at least was that was gonna be Rockefeller's Rough Rider album, and what we got was mostly a lot of Jay Z songs with verses from Beans and Bleak, and a couple of Avocats from State Property on One Nine Hundred Hustler, which which became a moment. But up until that song came about. It was mostly a Jay-Z album with some bleak verses and some beans verses. Mill barely made the album on you, me, him, and her. Mm. Okay.
0: Listen, people, I'm talking to a Jay-Z fan here. So he knows what he's... Shout out to all the Nas fans out there. I'm letting you know, it's going to be pretty difficult. I'm going to help you out as much as I can. Right (laughs) now, right now, it's not looking good. (laughs) Right now, it's not looking good. He just gave me a reason to not have LL Cool J in my top five but I'm strong with it
1: <laughs> now job. This is halftime
0: and we okay. all, and we all know when it comes to halftime in any sport, we go back to the locker room, we make adjustments right, and we try to close it out. Right. Copy. Now the reason why now it, these, these albums are all in order, but the reason why I'm calling this to halftime is because all those albums that we just listed, I consider very great albums, if not classics did I listen to them? Of course. Did I purchase them? A couple of them, and I'm gonna yeah. tell you why. I would not the I wasn't the biggest Nas fan. I'm not really a Nas fan at all. Although I think Nas has one of the top five songs in music history. Okay. okay. Ah, we're gonna get to that later. We're gonna okay. get to that later because it's gonna okay. it's, it's gonna help it's gonna help my argument. Okay. Um, but at the time, you know, I'm from the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And we all took sides. We all took sides, Jar. Especially when they came through and they kicked down some buildings. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now my my problem with Jay Z in the beginning was he came in with he came in early, but wasn't as I don't know if he was as strong as Potkin Big, right? No. But he, he was, was he was there. He was there. Uh when everything had went down, I couldn't find Jay-Z. Now, as an adult, I thought that was a smart move. As a kid, I needed all the smoke. Okay. Uh-huh. You had the gooms out there because you, you had Mob Deep on the front line. Okay. Nori was really ready to get out there in the streets. We still don't know who shot at the dog pound when it was out there making a the video. So with that said, I needed JG to back up everything that he said in his albums. Lyrically. I didn't need him to go bust nobody over the head with a bottle. Right. What I needed, I needed some give back. Even though I was from the West Coast, I felt like the impact Pac had, it was, it was powerful.
1: You know what? You know what I say to that, Baylor? For the listeners as well, you are 100% right. But the biggest issue with the East Coast West Coast rivalry that doesn't get enough reporting is, is in fight in New York City. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. A lot of these people that we're mentioning weren't very fond of each other. That's true. Whereas you had like a, a, a united front on the West Coast at least from my vantage point. I wasn't there, but from what it looked like to me, everybody was on the same page when it came to this whole thing. And then in New York, I'm not sure if Jay really came about Nas as much. We know for a fact that there was a lot of issues with Prodigy and Jay that dated back yet. You couldn't get Harlem or Brooklyn together to save your life. Mm. For, for a piece of time, if I'm not mistaken, there was issues surrounding like Nas, Big, and Ray Paul, and There was some issues with that as well. You know... There was a lot of different issues that fragmented our city. And the thing is, New Yorkers, the ego, I'm not, again, I'd love for Baylor to tell me, but the ego of the New Yorker is so big that sometimes it's hard for us to come together. Now you add that with, with the ego of New York rappers at that time, it's difficult. they all feeling like, they don't need the next man because I am the best. I'm good enough. I don't need Jay-Z to say nothing because I'm prodigy, me, Nori, CNN movement. Mm-hmm. We're good enough. You, you get look, what I'm saying? Yo,
0: look, I'm going to tell you like this, and this is a compliment. I have no idea where y'all have that built-in confidence. I have no idea because it's on right. a whole nother level.
1: Think about it like this. I'm mad cool with Just, but mm-hmm. you guys in the thread have witnessed a few times but Just and I have gotten into it and, like, had verbal bloodshed debates. Uh-huh. And then we'll go on above the rim of the gray area and chop it up like nothing happened. That's you how
0: it's suppo- it it supposed to be.
1: <laughs> but that- we, our egos and our, our beliefs are so strong that if we were rappers and we were dealing with a situation, we both would not want to collab with the next man to go beef with the next man. We enough.
0: Right, <laughs> right, right. At that time, though, this was... That was one of the biggest rivalries because... A lot of people don't know the history, and a lot of people don't know our side and how we felt. You know, we right. felt like we felt like we weren't getting enough respect, and it wasn't about the respect at all, Jarv. You want to know what the number one thing was? What it was? Is that we always respected y'all, no matter what. We listen to uh. y'all. We listen to y'all music like how y'all listen to y'all music. Literally, mm, my top exactly. five. My yeah. top. My top five is uh, is not balanced at all. I got three East Coast cats in it. My favorite rapper. I met him two years ago in person, and I felt like after that I could die. That was Jada Kiss. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like we, my in my household, my cousin, my older cousin, my brother. I knew nothing but Method Man and, and Red Man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we grew up off of those cats. When I say when I watched the Around the Way Girl video, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, <laughs> yo. You know what I'm saying? Rock him. Man, come on, man. And that's the thing. We felt like we didn't get that respect. So when cats went uh, to go uh, kick down those buildings, I'm not going to lie, jar. I, so smi- I had a smile on my face. <laughs> I had a smile on my face. And, and, and one of the reasons was because we adopted a lot of cats from the East Coast, mainly, you know, Pac. Pac is- quiet these days. Yeah, Pac is from the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? Corrupt is from the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? Ice T, born over there on the East Coast. But we adopted them. We put in the papers. They belong to us now. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it was just, but that's just another testament of just saying like, yo, we respect y'all. We love y'all. We need that respect back. And we started to get it back later on down the line with with, with certain songs. We Fab stay out here. You know what I'm saying? Dip said I have, for some apparent reason, stays in Compton. I don't know what it is. I have no idea what it is. But uh, we got to bring up that, too. Dipset. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's all it was. Now, coming into the third quarter, this is where I said I'm going to respect Jay-Z for the rest of my life. Uh, I, I have my differences with him. Mm-hmm. But the blueprint... The Blueprint, to me, is Jay-Z's best album. Mm, interesting. Let's talk about it. How you feel about
1: it? Uh, it's, it's difficult for me to say, you know, because I'm so pro-reasonable. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, we got, we got three more Blueprints to go, but I'm just saying, out of those three and out
1: of his catalog, it- period, you see, you see how you got me to pause and really think about this for a second. Mm-hmm. But you know what it is? I can see why you would say I won't. I won't tell you that you're wrong, you know, in saying that. Because the Jay-Z that made Reasonable and the Jay-Z that made Blueprint are not the same guy. No. Literally and even acoustically. Because if not, listen to their voices. This is the thing about Jay that a lot of Jay fans will talk about. Jay-Z's voice has literally changed. Like, the sound of his voice has changed throughout his career. The pitch, as he gets richer, gets higher and higher. Remember, there was a Jay-Z around from, like, 99, from 96 to, like, 99, 2000, where, like, the, the pitch of his voice is real deep. Like, he wanted to sound like a tough guy. You get what I'm saying? Right. And then the octave started to get a little bit higher around the blueprint. And then you can start seeing, like, the Philadelphia inspiration From the guys that were the state property guys that were around them. Yep. You started to hear that inspiration around the blueprint as well. Like the way Jay-Z approached Beats, the way he was getting inside of Beats. If anything, they made him better. Overall, the overall package of Jay-Z made him better. So if you want to say blueprint is the best, I won't be mad at you. It's a preference thing for me to say reasonable is the best.
0: I mean that that's cool because. The reason why I'm going to get into why it's the best is because you remember when that album dropped?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, eleventh. Yeah,
0: it was. It was. That's pretty rough, right there. Yes, sir. Not only that, I mean that that's that's the downside of it, but it, it's a part of history, so we can't take that away.
1: You also got a shout out Fab. We got to. He dropped debut album same day, went platinum next to the blueprint. Carry mm, on. Nah, yeah, okay.
0: All right. I mean, it, Jarb does his homework. So, I mean, <laughs> if y'all want to talk hip hop with Jar, I suggest y'all go to the live. This is why
1: I, I'm very hard on certain cats when they don't know their history because I just don't believe you can talk to me. Okay. And it's not it's not to be like a jerk. It's just hip hop is, is 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 I breathe it. You know, this this is us, you know? Oh, so when you come and you have certain conversations, if I say something is the best, it's not because I'm I'm hypebeast, and it's because based on what I've heard to date, I say this is the best. I'm always comparing it next to something or against something. You know, that's what we do as rap fans. We can't help ourselves. Well, I mean, I'm giving you, I'm I'm about to give
0: you a few reasons why I feel like this is is Jay's best album, and it's not even close. Okay. Because there are a lot of tracks in here Mm. that could put you in, certain kind of moves. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we could start from... He's talking that shit early on. The Ruler's Back. The Ruler's
1: Back. The Come Ruler's on, Back. The Ruler's arguably, ever. But I'm...
0: he strategically... I think he strategically put all these albums... I mean, all these tracks in order. You don't mm-hmm. go from The Ruler's Back to The Takeout. No. That's saying, I'm in the office, and you have to... You have to come to me first, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and and, and and then he tells everybody what's his name it's his own, okay, and then we started to get into his lifestyle <laughs> mm-hmm. girls, 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 girls I mean, look it, it, there's tracks for days. But I want to say "Renegade" and "Breathe" is probably uh, now. I don't want to be disrespectful because actually, my favorite song, my favorite song on that album, is "Never Change." Ah, oh. I love that. I love
1: every every piece of that song, listeners. I just want y'all to know as we're talking about this album, I literally have goosebumps. You understand me? Because "Never Change," "Never Change," so, you know that's us. You know that, Bella. When you when you listen to that record, that's us. That's yeah. who. He's speaking to us as men.
0: Yeah,
1: who we are, what we want to be, but what we will never do is change. Like that's us, you
0: know. That was a, that was that was. If I had to say, all right, I might as well just put this out there right now. I think mm-hmm. ain't, it ain't hard to tell. To me, is, oh, yeah. is a top five song of all time. Now that's he has some help because of the sample, right? But I feel like when that when that song dropped. When I hear that song, I hear New York. I do. Uh but it ain't uh, you know, never changed. Um I grew up. I grew up I I grew up off of that song. That was that's that's a man song right there. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, can can I throw a hot take out there as as we're in the mix? Yes, sir. Um when I did my rap round table on the gray area, I mentioned that I felt like the three hit combo of Santeria, went mm-hmm. what with me to and infrared is up there with, with one of the greatest three-hit rap album combos of all time. When I say three-hit combo, I'm talking about three tracks back-to-back back at a certain point in the album. When you can't believe that these three tracks are on that album consecutively. Uh. I, started, I started looking at things like that with the Blueprint because I felt like Heart of the City never changed and Song Cry. Oh, is yes. A, Um, Combo I've ever heard in the album. Like, because thing is, at that point, remember how you said he was talking about the lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. And like, you started to notice that the tone shifted, kind of at the end of Olá Ovito and into the heart heart of the city. The tone of the album completely shifted. It changed,
0: yeah.
1: Right after, right after that, right. And then Never Change, Song Cry, All I Need is like, yo, who is this guy? Because we never got a Jay Z like that. Never, right? He never talked like that
0: but you know it what he shifted ag- he shifted again though jar yeah when he shifted to Renegade and Breathe that mm-hmm. was letting cats know don't
1: yeah, get it twisted
0: don't get it twisted at all <laughs> don't get it twisted at all uh breathe breathe easy is arguably a top 10 workout track in
1: music True indeed. Shout out to Hip Hop since 1978. Why? Because they A and R that album. And they they are part of the reason why the track list is what it is. Like that body of work. Big shout out to Hip Hop since
0: 1978. Okay. Well, you know, and then uh, I I am I'm gonna go even far as saying that uh the album art cover Ooh. is classic as well. That I mean that set the tone for basically what we're what we're getting prepared for. Mm-hmm. it set the mood, definitely. Now. Just like my Lakers, a classic 3P. Now, well, let's not get to the 3P. The two, you know, the back to back. He hit us with the blueprint, too. Gift and a curse. Right. My
1: God. I, let's talk uh, about it. You know what? And this is where, like, most times, like, if, if you're talking to a rap fan, and we, I have the conversation. Usually the record stops here because I get in trouble for what I'm about to say. Okay. I tell people all mm-hmm. the time, the Blueprint 2 is Jay-Z at the absolute peak of his powers as a rapper. Now, some of the songs on this album, you probably didn't need it. That's why they dropped Blueprint 2.1 a few months later, the <laughs> truncated version for I- those who...
0: I need to know what tracks you, you feel like, you know, didn't, you know, wasn't supposed to be on here.
1: Um, you know what it is? Put it, I'll put it to you like this. As much as I like the song, uh it's funny. Fuck All Night had to go. Okay. It, it didn't need to be there.
0: Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're All
1: right. around the world, the What They Gonna Do with Sean Paul didn't need to be there. Okay. You know... I felt as though these albums were kind of like, yeah, the, the Diamond is Forever, meh, okay. Guns N' Roses, Ooh,
0: man. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Now, Jar, or... Jar, Jar, we got to stop there. We have to. <laughs> I love Guns N' Roses.
1: I mean, but this is a, it's, it's a preference thing.
0: Okay, but, okay.
1: But, we, but but we didn't, in 2002, in the midst of New York City being on rap fire, like, like the beefs that were going on, the bars that were being spit, we didn't need no Lenny Kravitz and Jay-Z. I feel
0: need- you, though, but that's what... When you at the top, you have to do things like that. You have to say, yo, I can put him on the track, and it's still going to be decent.
1: Right. You know what and I'm we saying? Had, we had the As One record with with State Prop Week, you oh. know? <laughs> oh, Please don't.
0: Come on. We got to have... How did you feel like Meet the Parents? I thought that was... Come on, man. I
1: meet mean, You know what it is now? If you listen and meet the parents closely, it's essentially the same sample as um I show you how to do it. Yeah, okay. But the, paint, the picture that he painted, though. Right, but what I mean is, it, I, to me, it felt like it was lyrical exercise part two. And part of what Blueprint 2 was, was to show a lot of these bozos who felt as though Jay-Z was a one-dimensional rich rapper is that I could do everything you say this guy... Nas does even better than him.
0: There you go again.
1: There you go but again. I'm not saying that he's right. What I'm saying is that like a lot of what made the blueprint and the blueprint to exist was because of New York City's frustration with Jay-Z. If you think about heart of the city, where's the love? Uh-huh. New, York, New York was turning on Jay. And then the, the heel turn of New York when Jay was complete with the Nas beef. Because most of the city was riding with Nas. People were tired of Rockefeller. I'm telling you that. Okay. Then, then all Jay-Z's raps about is, is women's and drugs. Like, they, are the amount of things that... not not women and money, not even drugs. Women and money. And the amount of things that Jay spoke about, the, the amount of people that Jay-Z spoke to, the fact that they, they made it seem as though Big Pippin was the only thing that represented the Jay-Z brand, the man was upset. He was upset. That's why when you listen to the Blueprint 2 song... And what he's talking about is like, you know what, Jay? You're right. You're 100% right. People use Super Ugly against him so heartily. But, you know, if if we want to go and do the research and the battle in its entirety, much like Triple G and Canelo, Jay-Z landed more. (laughs) Oh. He didn't win. Oh, wow. Scope of the album because I don't want to take the episode off the rails. It's all about Jay-Z. As as far as lyrics go, Mm -hmm. as far as flow goes, as far as getting in the pocket, use of your voice, breathing patterns, overall swag within the use of the of of the overall rapper package, Jay-Z was never better than he was on Blueprint (laughs) 2. Like the the man, and he knew it. If you listen to him, he would listen to the ad libs. He knew he was. Rap God at that point. Like Hovey, baby? Come on now. Mm. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. <laughs> Even the Kanye the bounce, how he was spit all over that. Okay. Nigga, I, please. Some people hate. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but there's so many joints on here. that <laughs> you don't know with M.O.P., the remix. Come on, man. I feel it. I'm digging it. I'm digging it nigga nah. please put the most underrated songs on that out. even young Chris body diverse on nigga please that beat let me tell you about oh. that beat Jesus hey. Christ hey. it's too late for that
0: I gave him the back to back I gave him the back to back championships yeah you know
1: yeah.
0: and then we go off to um, I'm, I'm job I'm not giving him the best of both worlds I'm sorry no we can I don't even want to talk about it we can throw that away Throw it away. Okay, we throwing that away. So we go. We we
1: skip right to the black album then, right? Yeah, the best of both worlds never got off the ground because of everything with cows. As yeah. much as the music was high on there, but we we never no no one ever really digested that album the way it was supposed to be.
0: Yeah, I didn't I didn't, I didn't too much like it. Um, but the black album, yep, I like it. Freebeat. and and, and I, I'm going to say this. I've thought about this plenty of times. It may sound weird. It may sound crazy. But at that time, this is how the song made me feel. Encore made me feel like you gotta play this at my funeral.
1: <laughs> you you, you got when I when I'm
0: on my way out. You have to play encore, please. Um, change clothes. Uh, shout out to Pharrell, but it was. I think it was more for the ladies. Um. Moment of clarity, ninety nine problems. He painted another picture. I thought it was dope. Um, mm-hmm. It was cool. Um, but public service announcement. Justify mm-hmm. my thug. I thought that was. I thought that was cool because. Um, I, I, you know he gave he gave a West Coast Cat some love. DJ Quick. Mm-hmm. I didn't too much care for
1: Lucifer. Oh, we bugging. we we'll carry on.
0: <laughs> well, let's talk about it. Those were my those were some of the tracks that I like off the black album.
1: Here's my first issue with the black album. The order of the tracks. Okay. To me, that album should have ended with what more can I say? That should have been the final track on that album. The end. That
0: that and on a side note, I'm gonna let you finish. What more can I say is probably to me is
1: a very disrespectful track. Oh yeah. Very, very disrespectful track, by the way. Let me tell you, I'm getting goosebumps again. Cause it's like, you know, you know what it is when, when I think about some of these songs, I think about where I was at that time. Uh-huh. You know? 2003, four. I'm I'm now like I'm I'm approaching nineteen, I'm coming into my own. My favorite rapper's talking about he's retiring. Hot ninety seven was the place to be. You know, I'm at the same time I'm thinking I wanted to take a stab at this music stuff. As far as like producing and getting the artists and all this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then this record drops. And it's like you, you hear the sample, right? To me, to much that, and, and I really mean it. As far as sample use goes, like the, the build up before the, the beat drops, Jesus. And then he comes and never been in this, this girl for this long. It's like, whoa. Yeah. You're retiring? <laughs> you know the, the nerve of you to rap on that and the way he rapped on it and and, and the drum you shout out to just blaze just Blaze. i was again i was talking about this other day where are you bro right right you, right you a time in this culture where like between you and kanye the sounds were amazing the drum use were amazing and the thing is at this point just was, uh, it was, it was implementing the live instruments along with samples, which was mind-boggling to me. When, when Kanye went the MPC route, Just Blaze was using live instruments. It was like, Jesus! You, like, what are you trying to do to us? That was Just Blaze. Right. So, what more can I say to me? It, it, it made me happy, but it, it depressed me because it's like, I, 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 I kind of resented the fact that he was retiring. Like, why would you leave now? You know, because Mike did it true at the time, you know, we didn't see 2006 coming as clearly. But in that moment, it was like, what are you doing, Jay? That was three. That was a long three years. Yeah, three it was it, what it was in hindsight with everything behind the scenes with the dip set, with Nas, with Dane, with label politics. Well, let's get to it. Kingdom come. Lost one. You know, I, I, I wanted to go somewhere with you. Real, I'm sorry. Good,
0: let's go, let's go, let's go. We can re- we can rewind back. Let's go.
1: I wanted to take "Justify My Thug" off, right? Okay. Take, it, I take thug, it off. Take it off. It was it? Yeah, it was taken. Just only only reason because I felt this. Was it "Justify My Thug"? No. I think it was. It was either "Allure" or "Justify My Thug." I got to go back and listen, but not because I hated the record, but it was because of the joint. Uh, what was the name of it? The, ah, the, uh, with with the Isley Brothers sample. That was. You called me slipping. See, it's, we, it's just so much rap to compute. But for for, for those in the know, the joint with the Isley Brothers sample that he ended up putting on Kingdom, now came to come on American Gangster. He he put it on there. and He added the Beans verse to it. But that record should have been on Blackout. Because when it dropped like on, on a DJ Envy mixtape like, a year later, and we found out that it was supposed to be on the Black album, I was like, why didn't he put this on there? And, <laughs> <laughs> like, if you would have dropped that record, right? To me, Black album would have been better than the Blueprint. Wow. Which if Blueprint? Change, Blueprint 2? Blueprint 1. If you change the order of the tracks, and you add on that record, Ignorant Shit is the name of the record. It came back to me. Ignorant Shit. If you put ignorance shit, and you think about what he was talking about an ignorant shit, as far as the subject matter, then you think about what he was talking about and how he was feeling on the Black album. Then you adjust the track list a little bit. That would have been his best body of work to me.
0: Jar, I probably never said this to you before. hmm You're bugging.
1: Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a <yeah. laughs> You're bugging. Hey, I don't think anything is coming close to that Blueprint album.
1: I would like that, but it's subjective, no?
0: I don't know, man. I think <laughs> I think that I think that album right there is that's Jay-Z. Okay, fair. Even when he oh. said, hey, even when your man said, uh when KRS when the KRS one already came, uh got an album called The Blueprint, we didn't True. care. We didn't care. We didn't care at all. <sighs> Kingdom come. Mm, it's aged
1: well. I'll say that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you know where we starting with then?
1: Yeah. That was almost a throwaway. I wouldn't go as far as say throwaway, but it was definitely in the volume three list of things.
0: Come on, man! I got excited. It was it was around. I think it was around Thanksgiving time. I'm like, yo, he's about to feed yeah. us with something, man.
1: I didn't even have a car yet, Baylor. I listened to that album on the train and the bus going to visit my lady. Hey, that's a good. That's a good place to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. You know, you know why I was hyped. I was and why I was disappointed for for Kingdom Come, was because between Show Me What You Got and the Kingdom Come song, it was like, oh, he didn't lose a step. And then I got to the album, and I'm like, well, who? First of all, again, going back to the earlier point about voice use. This is the second time I felt like Jay Z's voice changed. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he was hearing himself the same. But again, the octaves. And the notes on his voice got a little bit higher. It was like, like I don't, I didn't recognize that person. Well, I felt like
0: he, I mean, he was coming back from playing baseball, so I felt like he might have had to adjust to the game. He, he was trying to figure out what, what are you going to talk about? Right. Re- remember the last thing that he that he told us was, "What more can I say?"
1: But then he gave us some of the best features ever while he was retired, between mm-hmm. the Diamonds Are Forever remix. I mean the features is cool mix with jay the 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 joint with Jeezy. yeah verse this summer
0: but that's Brief but of- but that's easy work though that's easy work though, jar, cool. because you don't have to put a whole body together you just gotta right. come you just gotta come in there and slick talk for a couple of bars, and then that's it, and we're gonna
1: eat it up because you've been gone for a while but but here's the thing now this is where a guy who doesn't get a lot of love in rap circles comes into play uh- oh this was, this is the beginning of the time where you could say where Jay-Z needed Dame. Because to me, Dame's role in the Rockefeller, besides being the Bulldog, being the guy who the handle business was, Dame was quality control. Uh-huh. If you listen to what Jay-Z sounded like with O or what Jay-Z sounded like with Dame, it was an instant shift from that double-time flow, this sped-up flow to what we heard on Reasonable. You know? Yeah. Okay. And not having Dame around to to because to, to me, Dame was also like his hype man. You know, like he was a dude telling you Jay Z was the best before we knew he was the best. I mm-hmm. felt having Dame in the studio telling him some of these songs that he was doing, like like Hollywood with Beyonce, and, and to dig a hole where he was supposedly dissing uh, uh, Jim Jones and a few other people.
0: <laughs> let's, let's let's please thank the culture for that. I thought that was a beautiful go back and uh, back and forth. I thought it was nice.
1: It was fun. Dip
0: said, "Dip said, held their own in that in that in that series." I love Dipset, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's, now that's crazy.
1: That's crazy. right as a rap fan, is the fact that that Dame fractured Rockefeller with Dipset. He mm. could have did that a whole lot better. Mm. Like when he when he made Dame, not like when he made Cameron president of Rockefeller. That was that was it. That, that was that, it.
0: That, that was a downfall. I agree with you on that one.
1: Because to me, the just fire joint with beans bleak and cam is one of the most underrated songs of that era mm. on that just blaze produced beat one of the best beats i've ever heard i remember being a senior in high school and hearing that and we all were like cam dipset rockefeller right and it was my shout out to my old my cousin wesley he was the one who put me on the Cam because i fronted on cam for years and then when cam disappeared in between confessions of fire and come home with me it was him who kept telling me Cameron, keep listening and he was right
0: Okay. Well, like I said, man, I, I I felt like Kingdom Come was one of those I'm lacing my kicks up. I see right. these cats running. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's not that you don't have the you have the same game, is that bro, you gotta before you gotta you get out there, you gotta stretch. And these so, young cats is running. But then he brought the rock boys in the building. Mm. <laughs> oh, American gangster hmm I like mm-hmm. it. I like it. Mm-hmm. You know? Shout out to Fab, too, for the remix. Oh, yeah. Shout out to oh, Fab yeah. for the remix. Um. So, let's talk about it's it. Blue Magic, I hate that record. Okay. Has, I, never I mean, that's why it's towards the end. We ain't, ain't nobody tripping off of that. But the
1: fact that he led with that was like, what are you doing, guy? <laughs> but, I,
0: but, but I feel like you could pull up. You could pull up to the gas station. You could pull up to the liquor store. You could pull up for anywhere true. to that Say Hello track.
1: Oh, my God. So now we're going to talk about it, Baylor. <laughs> as far as three hit combos go, this was close. This was close? Because when you had Ignorant shit, okay. and, then, and then he added the Beans verse, mm-hmm. Say Hello, which to me could have been a blueprint record, because, again, that was another one of those times where he let you in, you know? Mm-hmm. And this success, I knew you was going there.
0: I knew you was going with success. I knew you was Succession going
1: there. In a lot more than what it, it was, so close. It was close. And I just felt that though, again, like that, that that chemistry that was needed to make that record what it was. It would never be there. It was too soon for them to be making songs together, in my opinion. So, so you, uh, man. If only you, but if, if the only song than success anyway.
0: If only you could move Rock Boys down a couple right. of slides.
1: Oh, my God. Right. That would have been it right there. That would have been it right American there. American Dreamin', amazing. Okay. Sweet, amazing. I know, underrated Jay-Z record. Mm-hmm. Big underrated. Man, great album. That, that was the reminder. Like, I'm still the man.
0: And then this is when I got excited again. Because all all I needed to see, <clears throat> well, you know what? the blueprint three was like some retros coming back out okay i needed that because i expected the blueprint three to come earlier than that and it didn't happen um but i'm not i'm not upset with i'm not upset with the blue now it it the blueprint three is ranked number three amongst the blueprints um but i'm not mad at it Blueprint 3 might be the worst Jay-Z album. Oh wee. Of them
1: all. Oh, <laughs> wait. So I gotta stop being nice then. Of them all. It it might have been his his biggest as far as singles, and we know the New York, New York record run this town. We know we know the Bible. I thought world. he
0: was trying to make y'all City feel good. I thought he addressed, I thought he addressed New York, and I thought he addressed the newcomers. I mean, you could address with, it with, which at the time was they was killing the auto-tune back then. And you know it. Right.
1: No, for a fact, like, again, if you want to talk to me about, like, what Jay-Z's talking about content-wise, I'm never going to speak ill of it, but if you want to tell me, like, if you want to talk about the overall music,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I could care less about that. Oh, no, you're, I you're right. You're right. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. That is, That is to me, that is the worst. Huh.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So we might as well skip
1: over to Watch the Throne. Watch the throne. Yeah, we can. We can talk about it. Watch the throne to me was a good comeback.
0: I hate all. I hate everything about it. What? I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I'm, I'm gonna bring it full circle. I did not know who that Jay Z was. I didn't you like bu- that. I didn't like that Jay Z at all, Jar. No. At all, man. I swear to God, I didn't like that dude. You know what I
1: say? You know why I say that? Because what ended up happening was. That my beautiful dog twisted fantasy aesthetic didn't fit Jay Z for a whole album. Okay, so if it sounded a little
0: tricky to you, I can understand why. That's and that's where that's exactly where I'm coming from. I don't feel yeah. I don't feel like the the uh, the, the relationship between uh, him and Kanye should have ever took off. Besides besides uh, Kanye just being a producer, I didn't
1: like it. I didn't like it at all. I didn't like the teammate. I didn't like that shit. I mean. I'm not going to go as crazy as to say it was a classic or anything, but I thought the album was fire. It had a lot of moments on you it. You thought it was fire? No Church in the Wild, fire. Niggas
0: in Paris, fire. I, Otis, fire. I did not. I Oh, my that, God, I that, hated that Otis
1: track. I really that, did. Murder to Excellence, fire. That, that prime time record that was the bonus track, fire.
0: Can I give you a hot take? What's, I really appreciate the grittiness of New York and his rap. I, I really appreciate the dirty cro- concrete walls, the, okay. the the pissy hallways, the broken elevators, the projects. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that rap, and I'm not saying Jay Z. You can't be stuck in one place because we see him come from that era to mm-hmm. to being uh to being a boss, right? But mixing and mingling with Kanye just didn't. It pulled him way from his New York elements. I did not like it at all. I didn't like it.
1: You didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. So what you're saying is back to back blueprint three watch thrown duds. <sighs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean I mean, cause I, we we're we're going to go on to to the to the Magna Carta, which I wouldn't fond of either. I love that album. Yo, this is where this is where that averaging thirty five in the playoffs and in the finals started to come down a bit. For me. Okay. This last stretch, this last stretch right. of albums. Yeah, sure. See, you call them Hogan. I'm calling them MJ. Mm. So it started to come down after that. That Magna Carta, you can speak on it if you
1: want to. I have nothing to say about that album. Ouch. You know what? I, I am in the vast minority when it comes to Magna Carta. But to me, this is where, like, if I'm comparing it against just general Jay Z's albums, we we know it can't hold a candle to to, to pre-retirement Jay. Uh-huh. But to me, I'll say from Blueprint three, let's say let let let's let's move Watch the Throne out the way for a second. Okay. You say Blueprint three, Magna Carta four four four. As far as like a trilogy goes, to me, this is the most Jay Z sounded like he still knew who he was. Like, cause you, I don't know if you've heard it, Jay Z's offbeat a lot these days. It's like he can't find the pocket at all. Well, it's a different it's a different game, right? But on Magna Carta, this he reminded me of his old self as far as the technical rapping. Again, it's a tricky thing with the content, cause you know I'm I'm not I'm not big on art connoisseur Jay Z. Like I don't really care about the top Ford Picasso baby. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, Oceans to me, the, that could have came out in any era. And it would it would have sounded like a Jay-Z song. You know? Right. Crown is fire. You know? That part two song. Honestly, I don't I don't really like any of the, the, the Beyonce and Jay-Z songs, period. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> We're going to get to that. I've never liked any of the collaborations. Right. Even like even like when early days. Like I don't think they've made made a song together that I've loved. Like I'm not saying it was whack or it was trash.
0: Crazy you know? in love.
1: The Crazy in Love? Crazy in Love is the is the only one that I like the most because it it it, it found a way to encapsulate Jay Z and what he does great as a rapper, while not like hindering what Beyonce does. But shout out to Beyonce for stealing Marie's whole sound. Wow! So we really gonna do that, huh? We gonna do that. I'm I'm not afraid to take Beyonce out. It's okay. (laughs) We know we know she took Marie's sound. It's fine. Yeah. Hey. Again, I don't I don't um, have nothing to say about it. The technical rapping on Magna Carta, Jay-Z was in the pocket for most of that album. And when Jay-Z's in his pocket, he sounds great. When he's offbeat, it's like, ooh, stop rapping, you know?
0: Okay. All right. I mean, look, I know we're going to disagree the next two albums. I already know that. Okay. Please, please. let's get to it. 444. I know you don't like it. I don't. I know, because I've heard you on previous podcasts, on numerous podcasts. You don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. You said it on yours. You don't like the album at all. You want to know why I like it? Why you like it? Because I'm 35.
1: Okay. What what do you want me to talk about? Touche. But this is the thing. Again, I don't dislike it because of the content. One... As, I, the content doesn't relate to me as much because, I, you know, I, I I was never really like a street dude who needed to reform my life. My life is pretty much in order. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't saying anything to me that I didn't already know. And then on top of that, right, he was offbeat 85% of the album. He yeah. couldn't find a pocket. That's definitely true. That's definitely true. I can't listen to Hove Because to me, Hove's flow, even more so than his lyrics. Hove got inside of Beats in such a way that it was just like, this guy is amazing. And then I'm listening to 444. I'm like, this is bad. And who said this was okay to put out? Who who signed off on this? <laughs> who listened, When you had the listening party, they didn't say, yo, hey, hey, Sean. Not even Jay. Hey, Sean. Like, you know, this don't sound right. But who would tell him that at the same time, to be fair? That's... Come on, Ella.
0: I, mean, I could dig that. I could dig that. I could dig that. Um,
1: okay. All right. I got like, it's not even just a, a, as a fan. Like, I I love what he's represented. I love what he's done as an artist. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me. It's kind of like, again, we're we going to use Jordan in the wizard. You know how hard it is for people who probably looked at who loved Jordan on the Bulls to see what he was his second year in Washington? You know how difficult that was for a lot of Jordan fans? That was. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's difficult. Even, like, Kobe, his final year. It was hard for me, bro. Like, I, like I wanted Kobe to retire only because... I knew what it was prior to the Achilles, and it was so wicked. You know, we going off the rails, but only because we, we speak the same Kobe language. I remember saying to my to my best friend that when Kobe twisted his ankle against Atlanta, mm-hmm. he kept playing, and I said, "Yo, Kobe's going to keep playing until his ankle falls off." And then two weeks later, he popped his Achilles on the same on the same on the same foot where he twisted his ankle. Yeah. You know,
0: Jesus Christ, that was hard to look at.
1: Right. So when I'm looking at J Nine, I'm listening to 444. I'm like, anybody loves the content, and everybody love what he's talking about, and they love the growth, and I respect that. But I'm like, this is not what we fell in love with this guy for. What he acoustically, this is not it. Well, you know Maybe, what? I I, I got to be a little
0: bit biased. Okay, fair enough. I have a I also have a secret secret love for Jay Z because he also came out with two songs. Uh, for, for a lot of people that don't know my my wife name is uh marcia but, mm. but we but she goes by marcy so you know where I'm going with you know where i'm going in mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where I'm from and marcy me is two I'm special from, songs um, marcy son ain't nothing nice <laughs> <laughs> two songs that's very special to me so so uh that that was just a hot take but the album for, for, 444, jar he saved a lot of cats out here. He took he took a lot of heat. That's why I gotta tip my hat to
1: him. He did. You know I saying? get it. They had marriage problems. He made some mistakes. The Lemonade album dropped everything that transpired with their relationship. I get it. Trans- Again, I get it. This is me being if they did, I'm if I'm if I'm questioning 444's merit, is I'm doing it selfishly.
0: <laughs> I- well, I mean, look, we're not gonna have too much of an argument over uh over the next album because there's there's on yeah (laughs) godly godly man um yeah it's nothing i can say about that i like boss i ain't gonna Uh, even lie i like boss
1: yeah it was cool that was the best thing on that
0: album yeah that was it that was it that was it so that that that's basically we we went through jay-z whole catalog uh you know minus some of the compilation albums and Mm -hmm. um things like that that we can uh, easily throw away. Let's get to it. What's up? Ether versus Super Ugly slash TakeOver.
1: All right, so as you heard, you know, but for those who haven't heard me before, if you ask me which is better between Ether and TakeOver, I will tell you 10 times out of 10, TakeOver was the better record. Okay. I also say that where Jay-Z lost the record is when he returned fire with Super Ugly. Uh-huh. But but the, the thing about super ugly is if you if we if we strip away the emotional resentment that New York City had toward cause I'm gonna go I'm gonna talk about it. I don't know if you knew what was going on, but I'm gonna talk about it. Go ahead. It's a lot of res- emotional resentment towards Jay Z. Why? Because if I tell you, let's say now we like if, if we had a rap, Dog versus bill the Great. Uh-huh. And I say in the battle for, I skeeted in your Jeep, left condoms on your baby seat. Uh-huh. You can't tell me I lost, I won. Right if you go all the way back to, is that your chick dating all the way back to that, he been talking about this relationship with Carmen for years. Right, right. In a battle where you called me ugly and Tybo ho and all this and that. I say, yeah, I smashed your baby moms and I skated in your Jeep, left condoms on your baby seat. How did I lose?
0: In the streets, you won. You definitely did.
1: But you
0: want want to know where a lot of cats sided with ether? Because it it was the impact. It was
1: the impact. But again, The problem is, is like sometimes it takes... Let me tell you two things. Nobody thought Nas had that in him. Exactly. Exactly. First of all, it was the fact that somebody said everything about JG that nobody was seeing outwardly to that point. Everybody thought Jay's lips was big and he was ugly and he looked like a camel.
0: But no one was saying it. Nobody nobody was saying it because (laughs) when you're at the top,
1: your success looks better than you. Right. So, Nas, the dude who was supposed to be the goat, the the heavyweight champion in the New York City of rap, finally stepped up to the plate. That's something that was like, oh, okay. And then you added to the fact that New York was already turned off, right? Mm -hmm. To Jay-Z. Then we have this guy, Fat Joe, going on Hot 97. I don't know if you guys. You
0: said this guy. (laughs) Don't disrespect my guy like that.
1: I'm not disrespecting them because I actually I am a closet fat Joe fan for a while I hated myself for liking Fat Joe because of everything that transpired with Terror Squad and, and Rockefeller. Okay. But the dude was on Hot 97 with Angie campaigning hard for Nas. They did a whole do y'all know that? They did the whole battle of the beats where they they, they did super ugly versus takeover. And they had fans calling and vote to decide who won. Right. And he was on the radio with Angie. Dick riding us, because he hated Jay Z. Then we had the whole thing with the Rucker. Like it, the, the beef was spilling in the Rucker Park. These guys are sub dissing each other. And for those who don't know, if you go, when you get a second, go download or, or wherever you can find it. Listen to PSA 2, right? PSA 2 is a Fat Joe diss through and through. Mm. Mm. Okay. When he said, Real niggas respect me, fake niggas want beef because we know that's the only way we ever gonna speak. We never going to see eye to eye. Your type of real, we don't recognize It's all televised. Mobsters opt to not get in beef. There's no business in it. It only brings police. He's talking to Fat Joe. I've never forgot those bars because I'm like, finally, tell this guy to chill out. Right. 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 But so like everyone, everybody says, oh, 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 Nas 1, Nas 1. But then I go back and I'm like, what about the song called People Talking? What about Don't You Know? What about Blueprint 2? It wasn't a three-track disc beef. It was a lot of records involved. Right. Right. You well, know, you guys, go ahead. But the
0: thing, but the thing is, now your city got y'all got the backstory, this, that, and the mm-hmm. third. Mm-hmm. On the West Coast, we're just it's a fight at the lunch table. Oh y'all got to the fight first. We right. came running up, and all we seen was Ether. Got it. See you see, you see what I'm saying? Now we heard we we heard super ugly, but it was like you got to remember. <clears throat> you know, let me know if I'm bucking. Nas is Rondo. We know he could drop the assists. We know he can get to the rack. He can't shoot. Mm-hmm. But, we, but when he dropped 44 against Miami, it stands out. Yo, what 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 was that? That was ether. You right? And 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 it it kind of hot. It was a highlight of the disc because. Nobody besides Pac, nobody went at nobody went at Jay like that. Nobody.
1: Yeah. And so we was. This kind of, is. I, it, it's, I speak more as a fan when it comes to this battle because I know Jay lost, but I feel like it's it, it, like he didn't really lose. <laughs> no, no, it
0: wasn't. It was a good. Ser- it was. It was. It was a good. It was a good series. But right. but you're right. At the end of the day, when you cut the mic off, yo Jay says something. Jay hurt him. Mm-hmm. Now, ultimately, Jay won because he ended up signing Nas. True. So Everything
1: he signed Nas ended up being a fact, ironically.
0: Yeah. So I do have one more problem with Jay. What's up? Do not, and I mean, do not come to the world and say, yeah, I recorded a podcast. disc. Um, I never put it out. And the reason why that bothers me is because, yeah, you can use the excuse of maybe it was the wrong time. Um, we're grown men. Um, mm-hmm. This, that, and the third. I'm cool. You got to let that fly. Pac is our guy. I get it. But I love hip hop overall. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I'm a Lakers fan, but I love the NBA. You need to let that fly for the culture. Because I don't want to hear about it later. True. I don't I mean, want to. I don't want to hear about because you're <laughs> up there. You're. You. This is heavyweights. We're talking about heavyweights here, and Pac, went at, Pac went at everybody. You. You gotta admit. You speak it selfishly a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. But I, I'm just saying, uh, that's me as being a
1: Jay Z fan as well. Indeed. But we, Jay Z have nothing against Pac. Not even because of a rapper, but like the wave, like the energy that would have came through the Pac fans, the perception at that time. you have a shot. It was the best thing for business. I get it. I get
0: it. Jarf, what's good, man? That was the evolution of Jay Z. Definitely was. Uh, I gotta say, I appreciate his career. I do. When you look back at it, so uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go as far as saying this: I appreciate his career much more than I appreciate Michael Jordan's career. Wow! And the That's, reason. I I I know I know I know Chicago not going to like this. I know the Chicago fans is not going to like this, but you got to really think about it. Jay yeah. literally started from the bottom and he grinded. And he came in during a time where he came in as a heavyweight. He did. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't wait, he didn't he didn't have to gain no weight, he didn't have to work his way up. He came in as a heavyweight. He went he, he he had some trials and tribulations. He went up against the Dipsets. He went up, yo. I'm going to say this, Mm-hmm. At, but I'm bigging them up, but I don't think Jay Z holds a candle to Jay to Jada kiss. As far as what? As far as as far as, as as rap battling, and when I mean rap battles, I'm talking about diss tracks. Not not you know standing face to face. Let's go bar for bar. Even even though I feel like they both can do that, it it'll be written. But uh, I I feel like I feel like. If KISS can't beat Beans, he can't beat Jay. Hold up. Now, we're not going to go there, okay? okay. We're uh, not going to go there because I don't feel like you said Beans beat Jada KISS? He
1: won. That's a whole...
0: Uh, you, you not, you know, hey, everyone. I, I, Jarve, I feel like you're going to have more hip-hop uh, topics on your show, okay? <laughs> when you invite those New York cats back, please, right. please give my phone a ring. Will do. Because I, I mean, I, I heard, I heard the love and I heard the appreciation. Uh, uh, When I said I got Jada Kiss and Fab in my top five, right? You know what I'm saying? And I have a valid reason for that. Jada Kiss is Jada Kiss held New York down for a very long time, and he gets a and and the reason why I say that is because he gets a lot of love on the West Coast. Mm
1: True.
0: A lot of love on the West Coast, as well as Fab. Um, Yeah right, but he lost the beans, Baylor. He did. I don't see how. <laughs> how? Okay. I, don't see, I don't see how. Because <laughs> the, the only thing that stands out from that battle to me is how you consider the rock when, you, when your man's a soft.
1: Oh, so, the, so so the so the, fi- <laughs> so the final the final record, which was the final standout record. We, I'm gonna use your lunch table reference. When we got to the table, it was to put your hands up. This by Beans. Okay, okay. So y'all got okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> and then the victory lap on Monday Night Mixtape, where you said you didn't like free verse on that, but they smoked them. I didn't like. I didn't like the verse. I didn't. All right. You know what? Again, it's preference to each his own.
0: It's hard over here with these Philly cats, man. I get it, I get it. Um, all right, man. I mean, what more can I say? You know, Jay Z said it best, man. Um, mm-hmm. My closing, my, my my closing statement is that I don't have Jay Z in my top five, and that's not because of uh, the differences that I have with Jay Z. It's just because I base my top five off of cats. Um, is is there, I'm not saying that he could. I put I put it to you like this. He's not in my personal top five, but he's in a Mount Rushmore. Fair enough. You know what I mean. Uh, he just, had, he had that he's type a of career rap topic in and of itself. So if you say that, I'm not gonna argue with you because I get it. You know. Right. I mean, I when I when I break down my top five, which I get to, I just let you know right now. It's it's Pac, Q, uh, Jada Kids, Fab, and I and and my. The fifth position has always been tricky. Everybody knows that, and it's went back and forth. But it's more of a, it's more of a appreciation spot. So that's why I gave it to LL. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but Pac is for obvious reason. Cube is for uh, obvious reasons. But the reason why I have Jada Kiss and Fab is that I've watched them grow. Right. And I've wa- but most importantly, I watched them be consistent. And I've never heard as when you when you when you bring up Jay and that and that and that drought where he was gone and you, oh. and, you and you mentioned the, the 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 verses that he dropped the features, I felt like Jay Kiss and Fab they held it down has never felt has never felt me and I also feel like their mixtapes is better than most cats' albums. Hey, Tnic Two is a, is an undisputed classic, so you won't get an argument from me. So before we get out of here, you got to give me that top five. Top five J albums? No, the, the, you know what? Top five J albums, and I want you to, your personal top five hip hop artists of all time.
1: All right, um, top five J album. In, reasonable. In order. In order. So, all right. So we go from five then. Eh? Okay. Uh, five will have to be Volume Two. Mm-hmm. Four, definitely Volume One. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? Swap out volume two for five, put in blueprint two, selfishly. Blueprint
0: two? Yeah. Okay.
1: Four, we're gonna leave volume one. Okay. Three, we go black album. Two, blueprint, one, reasonable. You're bugging. You're bugging. <laughs> hey, but you know what the crazy part is? I
0: know I know fifty million people that's gonna pick Reasonable Doubt, and I know fifty million people that's gonna pick the blueprint. So Fair enough. all that is is just a compliment to Jay. Now, what about
1: those artists? Uh, you know what? jay number one. Okay. Period. But like as far as order, I don't necessarily have one. Okay. Prodigy is up there for me. I, I love, 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 love. Absolutely love Prodigy. Right? Pusha T is up there. Whoa. But, you know what? I'm going to tell you why. Because from the time, this is like going all the way back. From the time I heard grinding, I was waiting for him to go solo. From that time, yeah. huh? Well, you know what? That's I, I can feel that. I, be, I was always waiting on Pusha T to give me the album that he finally gave me this year. Been waiting on him. Mm, Rory's not going to like that. I don't care about Rory's rap opinion. <laughs> it's it's well documented. He knows that, that, that I feel that way about his rap. When you don't know... Uh, uh, when I play a Jay-Z beat on my, on my episode and you ask if it's from 444 and, and it was Dead Presidents... <laughs> mm. you, you can't talk to me, Jeez, right? That's a classic beat, too. Right, Nas is up there. Oh, I've, I've never hated Nas. Let's be clear, Nas the artist never hated him. Was I against Nas for obvious reasons during the beef? Yes, but if you asking me about moments in life, I can still tell you the first time I heard it was written. I was in a birthday party. With some with somebody's tape and a Walkman, and I played it front to back at the birthday party. <laughs> I, I always tell you that it was written was better than El Mat. I'll argue that to my grave. Oh wow! When I heard Major Look, I hated myself for loving that record. Last real nigga alive, Nas is up there.
0: Mm. Okay. So we got so we got Jay Nas Pusher. Prodigy, prodigy, love P. Yeah.
1: Never really liked Big. I appreciated him as time went along. That's diff- that's a really different take
0: did. right there.
1: Yeah, or, uh, it, Big was great, but it took it took me listening to Jay and then going back to Big for me to, to appreciate how great he was and the fact that he was like the template for virtually every East Coast rapper to come out.
0: Okay. So big, but,
1: so big's not in the top five. He's not in my top five, but he's he, he he's the goat. Like okay. like to me, like like if you want to say like if, if I say Jay Z's like as far as like overall body of work is the goat, Biggie's the blueprint. Like he he he's he's the template for a lot of things. Uh, I'm thinking there. real hard right now for a fifth because I have so many rappers. It's like I'm going through my rolodex right now. Hey, this is why I said that
0: fifth spot had to be an appreciation <laughs> spot for me.
1: It's fleeting, you know. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, there's a lot of guys that are coming up now Mm -hmm. that I really like. That are like must, must listen. Like I love Schoolboy, I love Kendrick. I got, you know. Okay. Matter of fact, I give Snoop the fifth because I was
0: always like drawn in. That's different. different. I, you know what? I, I, hear a lot of cats that got Snoop in there, but that's with the with the the roster that you just said. That's a crazy roster right there.
1: I like that one. I like it. Let me tell you why. Because Snoop presence. He was never like super nice, like lyrically, but he had one of the best voices I've ever heard a rapper ever have. hmm And he really didn't care. Like I you know some guys are really gangbangers. They'll go anywhere and they themselves in any environment. hmm That's Snoop. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean a lot of a lot of cats appreciate Snoop for being himself and um right. and this style of rap. So, you know, I can't I, I can't. Snoop was a
1: cool for a lot of important music. In a very important era that, that almost got overshadowed by beef. But there's a lot of records that Snoopers on that that he made. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well,
0: Jar, it got to come to an end, but it won't be the last one.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going to continue my tour on the East Coast in a in, in the, in the lovely city of New York. Uh, I'm, I'm making my rounds around the block. I appreciate it. Uh, I had to get this one done because, you know, I, I had to I had to share my differences with Jay-Z, but at the same time, uh, let you know that I appreciate your favorite artist and uh, why he's considered mm-hmm. one of the best. So let the people know, you know, where they could find you, your show, and when the next time I'm going to be on so we can talk some more hip-hop.
1: <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter, Chet O'Hara, don't ask Go back and listen to the pod. I explain I explain why I have a very Irish Twitter handle. Um, my Instagram is Marlowe Podfields, a little nod to the wire, Marlo Stanfield. I'm the Marlo Stanfield of Podcaster. Um, the gray area drops every other Thursday on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, Elise Sports New York, and every other place that you can find podcasts, whether it's iHeart Radio, et cetera, et cetera, I'm on there now. you can find me there. And when we do the next rap roundtable, I think we do on the year wrap-up somewhere around uh, December. I'm not sure if it's mm-hmm. going to be the first Thursday or the second Thursday in December. I want to do like a, a hip-hop wrap-up. We'll, we'll, we'll get Baylor on there specifically to to, to share his JD Kiss take because the, the panel that I have on there, their eyebrows are going to be raised to their headlines when they hear what he says about JD Kiss.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Uh, uh, real quick, uh, is, is Drake top ten?
1: All time? Yeah. I don't know if I can't say that. And it's not because Drake isn't awesome, but it's just as a rapper, I can't give him top ten. I need all of you
0: I need all of you in New York to come out. Tell the truth. Hell no. Nah. Absolutely
1: not. As as a music as a musical act, I can say that. I wouldn't I wouldn't blink twice. I would say what, I would what, say this.
0: His last album was Yeah.
1: Alright. All right. So Rory. <laughs> Drake hasn't made like a good album yet. Yeah, he has good he has moments and big singles, but if we're talking body of work and hip hop, there's not one good Drake album to me. Not no, one. not at all.
0: But but like he said, it's a Raleigh, not a stopwatch. Shit don't right. stop. It don't exactly. <laughs> exactly. Shout out to Rory. Rory, <laughs> you need to come defend your guy. But you know he what? Went. Hey, it, it's not much he can do. You wanna know why? You wanna know why, I- Jar? Because if you know, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And that's it, y'all. I'll see y'all next week.